we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the Shooting the Breeze podcast and just thank you for your continual support. Uh, we're slowly growing, especially through these tough times. We're seeing the numbers go up and we just thank you. Uh, just thank you for listening to us. We know it's tough times out there and we hope we can provide a podcast that keeps you laughing and keeps you positive and takes your mind off of the, the crazy things that's going on in the world. Um, and if this virus has affected you guys, maybe you've lost somebody or maybe you're not working right now. We just want you to know we're praying for you and um, we're going to get through this. Things will be back to normal before we know it. So thank you again. And George, go ahead and play that music. What's going on, everybody? I'm Josh. And I'm George. And this is? Shooting the Breeze. We're shooting the breeze today, George. And man, I'll tell you. I'm happy to be doing it. Well, I'm glad, Josh. I'm. It's just, it's just nice to do something during these days. It is. It is. It's. Uh, at least we can still do these phone podcasts. I know it's the audio is a little different on these, but that's the best yeah. we can do right now. Got to well, work with what we got. But the main, the content's still the same. That's right. It's, I mean, it's shooting yeah. the breeze. It's about hashtag truth. Truth. Yeah. You don't get. That. Much anywhere, not on radio, TV, nowhere, Josh. Where can you find the truth 100 out of 100 times? Definitely not the internet or the news. I'll no, tell you that. No, not <laughs> anywhere. Only Josh and George. Well, there's a study that went out, George, that said uh, if you spend at least five hours a week with the truth masters, which is like you and myself, yeah. you, you naturally become smarter. So then if you take an IQ test, you're going to score a little higher just because you hung out with us. Yeah. So I think that says something for us and our smarts. Where does the wind come from? Well, George, let's jump into that segment. But let's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a good time, George, to introduce our new segment, what we're wanting hey, to do. Hey, Josh, they don't call us squirrels for nothing, do they? They don't. They sure no. don't. And... uh yeah. I mean, squirrels, they focus sometimes. We have trouble. We might be a little more ADD than a squirrel. Well, and, you know, this could be also be a podcast for people that have ADD issues because they could totally understand and relate. Yeah, but then they would not know what the heck we're talking about. Well, that's <laughs> well we can't help everybody. That's right. We just do what we can. But you and I have talked about some things to talk about here today, and, and you know, we we talked about, I, I'll just go, go right out and tell you, you know, I've been, there hadn't been just basically me at work every day, so I take like a three, three and a half mile walk in the uh, business park every day, and it was windy, and I started thinking, where's that wind come from? Why, you know, I mean, it's not storming, it's not raining. It's not yeah. thing, but all of a sudden it's windy. Where, wh- why? Where, where's it coming from? I got a little theory on that. You want to hear? Yeah, let's hear it. I think it's a lot. That so I heard something about whales out in the ocean when they have gas. You know, you get a million whales that have passed gas at once. It's, it's going to do some damage. It's going to take on some uh, some G force winds, and that just travels our way. <laughs> Uh, it's a bad said, fish. You said whales, right? Whales, yep. Okay. 
Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I just feel like it, it'd be pretty windy if a well passes gas. Well, I think I think it ha- that might be one or part of the explanation for the wind. Um, but I also understand that it starts with the sun. And the sun he- heats the earth. And, and when it heats the earth, at times it heats it unevenly and creating warm and cool spots. And for oh. whatever reason, that, I guess, with the, uh, you know, uh, somehow that that causes the energy to appear to be, which is the wind to, to come about. Yeah, that, that makes sense. All right, it's like, I mean, it's like the you know breezes when you're at the sea and land breezes. Yeah. I mean, so sea breezes occur when inland areas heat up on sunny afternoons. So oh, it's, it's it's really interesting. I haven't gotten into it a whole lot, but I'm sure some of our listeners, um, you know, they they probably know. Now, you know, another another thing I have read up about is. is the wind is caused by differences in the atmospheric pressure. When a difference in the atmospheric pressure exists, air moves through from the higher to the lower pressure areas, resulting in that that movement of air, which we call wind, at, and at various speeds. Somebody a lot smarter than us on a wouldn't take a whole lot, but on a <laughs> On a, on a rotating planet, air will be deflected by this effect. So, I, I know I feel like it has something to do with with the sun and the rotating planet. I feel like that's the basis of the wind. I think you know whatever you read, it all comes. You know, cause you know me, I should have been a scientist. I thought I so. A, yeah. I was very into science when I was going to school. <laughs> and, and I always felt like that there's, you know, there's reasonable explanation, there's scientific explanations for everything. And so, but that's, you know, just walking around with the wind. I'm like, what, why? It's, it's not raining. It's not, it's not blizzard outside. Why, why is it, why is this, this force coming at me like that? So I just thought that was interesting, Josh. Well, everything you said, it kind of makes sense. I mean, somebody very smart figured that one out. But something had to make all those atoms and molecules and all the science behind it, which proves to me that there is a bigger and higher power, a bigger creator than a scientist. Right. But here's something that – are you ready for number two? I'm ready. Okay. Why is it, and you may know the answer to this. Yeah, I'm pretty why, smart. Why is asphalt black and concrete gray? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, from what I could read, and again, it's something that I really never thought. I just thought that was a natural thing, but didn't understand the reasoning behind it. Well, asphalt is made from petroleum tar, which is dark. It's black. It's made from petroleum tar. And rock. And concrete is cement. That powder, 
you mix it with water, that light gray powder, you mix it with water, and it hardens after a while. And then I went further, Josh. I thought, and, oh. and, and you know, because that con- that powder is <laughs> is gray, that yeah. or the cement is gray. But I thought, you know, I always heard concrete was better than asphalt. Have you ever heard that? I have heard that. Yeah. Well, from from my expert analysis and reading, concrete lasts forty to fifty years, where asphalt only lasts ten years. Oh. That's why they got, you know, they asphalt. And you think, well, why don't they use concrete more on highways? Although it seems like they have been using it more, but it's just it just costs more, I guess. But it lasts forty to fifty years, where asphalt lasts ten years. But even during that time, you got to keep packing it, right? Yeah, that might save some of our tax money too. You know, a portion of our taxes go to the roads and the highways. Right. If they just concrete it all, we might save a few bucks. Now, don't you think those are two interesting things? No, it was very interesting. And I must say you were you were you were in deep thought when you were walking today. Oh, let me tell you, when you don't have anything to do but think, uh you can think of a lot of crazy things. Now let me ask that's, you this, Josh. Yeah. Do you have anything out there that you want to know why or or maybe you have well, to do but Maybe some listeners wonder why. Well, actually, I, I was thinking something earlier because yesterday I made chili, and uh, and so and I do I like to make chili. So I was just curious. I'm like, if chili is hot, all the spices plus the heat, you don't serve it cold. Why is chili hot? Why is it not cold? Like, why call it chili if it's hot? And uh, well, so I was like, chili, yeah. chili powder, isn't it? I'm- well, no, I, I mean, I thought maybe it might have something to do with the chili powder, but even though you eat it hot, well, it's weird that it's called chili. Why is that? Is there chilies that you put in it? Well, it, so chili originated in San Antonio, Texas, George. San Antonio, Texas. Which we've both been there. It's a nice city. I like San Antonio. I've been through but it. Back- Back in the uh, the old days, when they were, you know, they were working cattle and they were out, you know, in the prairies and they were just yeah. working a lot. A lot. There was a lot of chili and uh, onion patches out, just in the wild, just growing wild. And when they didn't have a lot of resources, they would take the chili so and crush them up, and they would take the the uh onions and then they started making you know adding things into it when they would have a kill like meat you know some sort of meat and just started adding things to it and um so then it kind of grew from there it became like a you know frontier type tradition you know and uh in the 1800s actually is when it created i think it was like 1812 or something like that and uh, i weren't around back then do what you and I were not around back then. No, we weren't even thought of, George. No. We weren't even thought of. So then it, it kind of grew up into a thing that they started serving in the wintertime when it was chilly outside. And the women, the men would make it and the women would serve it and they were called the chili queens. Sure. And it was uh, like a tech. Yeah, and it was a Texas contest. And that just kind of grew from there. But so technically it is, it's a... Uh, chilies from chilies i mean 
that's where the the name came from, the Chili Peppers. I guess they just kind of grew wild out there, and so they just used their resources. Well, that's interesting. Uh, my uh, wife makes uh, chili that I really like. We, years ago, we went to this church that would have, like, serve chili like once a year and, mm-hmm. you know, make a lot of chili and then, you know, have people come to it and then t- have carryouts of quarts and so forth. And it was fantastic. So she, she ended up, or I did, or one of us ended up getting the recipe somehow. And uh, that's the chili that, that she makes. And she makes it with the, you can do it either way, but she makes it with the noodles in it. And uh, I tell you, it's really good. That they they don't like onions, and the recipe calls for onions, but they don't like onions, so I don't get onions if they don't like onions. You know how that goes? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And so, uh, so it's missing just a little bit just because of that, but – and. You know, the other thing is she only usually makes it during the fall, winter, and maybe early spring. Yeah. And, you know, late spring, summer, I never get any chili. Yeah, unless we go to down there to that, that chili place that we like. Right, I guess I don't get it because it's not chili out. And she figures that if it's not chili out, no chili for you. Yeah. See, chili is uh, like chili's big in you know Texas and Oklahoma and Arkansas. That that area, I mean, they you get chili year round, and there's all kinds of contests, and it's a big thing. They have festivals, chili festivals, where you know with rides and concerts, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. And actually, I've won two chili contests. I won one in Florida, and then I won one in Oklahoma. Well, you ought to taste some of your chili sometime. I might, but see that, so, you know, there's so many different types of chili. Some people like beans in it. Some people like, say again. You might? I might what? I said, you ought to let us taste some of your chili sometime. And you said, well, I might. (laughs) Okay, I will, George. I will. (laughs) One day, maybe, maybe this winter that's coming up, I'll make you some chili. Well, maybe before then. (laughs) <laughs> but you know there's so many types uh like some people like beans some people don't it's just a preference uh so i I like pretty much any kind of chili yeah. i don't like that white no chili. no 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 that is blasphemy but yeah it's a sin. never get white chili anywhere around us josh because that, that ain't gonna we're not gonna call it chili first of all no it looks like bird Second, crap and that's what i'm secondly, calling it, we're not crap. going to eat it and I'm not eating chicken in my chili. That's just not chili. No, no. That's like soup. It's like that's pretty much is like soup. Can we talk about hair? What? Can we talk about hair? Joy, you sure just took a turn. Okay, go yeah. ahead, George. Tell me about hair. We're lacking hair, so uh, let's talk about it. We're hair challenged, but I, I just, I guess because we're hair challenged, I just wonder. How does hair grow? How how does all that work? I think it's I know that it's so like the uh, the horns on a rhino are the same horns that are in our nail and hair follicles. Did you know that? Well, I know it grows from a root at the bottom of the follicle. Uh huh. And the root's made up of cells of uh, protein. So blood right. from the 
blood vessels in your scalp feeds the root, which creates more cells and makes the hair grow. Now, I guess we just don't have either a lot of blood vessels or <laughs> roots or cells or something. We have a lack of that because our hair doesn't. Well, the hair that we have grows, but there's areas that there is no growth. Yeah. But the hair gets pushed up through the skin as it grows, and it, it passes an oil gland along the way, uh, or passing an oil gland along the way. So it gives it a little yeah. shine? So, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're out there during this time where you probably have, most people have more time on their hands than they really want, and they think about things that maybe they shouldn't, think about some of these things like, you know, chili and, and wind and asphalt, concrete, hair, you know, that kind of stuff, because it really, you know, if you think about these things, you you have to think, well, you know, more about it, like, where does it come from and how does it work and that kind of thing. Now, like, what about the sky, Josh? Why, have you ever thought about why is the sky blue? Why does it appear blue? Yeah. Yes, I've thought about that. I've never looked into yeah. it. Though. This is what people should do. I mean, you know the Especially sky is not really blue. It's it's clear, yeah. but it appears blue. Just like water appears blue, and we know water is not blue. Yeah, that's true. Certain, yeah. like oceans and stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, you know, people should do this this time in the whole self-distance, quarantine, whatever you want to call it. Well, if you get bored, <laughs> just start researching stuff. It'll make you smarter. Well, I found out just, I don't, I didn't do a whole lot of research on why the sky is blue, but what, what, what research I did was the, the sunlight is comprised of all the colors of the rainbow, which we know, that's how you get a rainbow, right? All those colors. Well, the sunlight yeah. actually has all those colors in it, but you typically can't see it unless that the 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 sun comes out and it's raining at the same time. So sunlight's comprised of all the colors of the rainbow, but the Earth's atmosphere scatters the blue light. It scatters it from the rest of the sunlight, therefore making the sky appear blue. Isn't that interesting? This whole time, all, you know, yeah just a blue sky up there when it's really not (laughs) (laughs) blue sky it looks painted the good lord painted as a picture they put a little you know white clouds up there too yeah sometimes a bird yeah well it's another interesting fact that you know you start during these times you think a lot and you start thinking about things yeah, you know, and I like looking at the sky. I like trying to find uh, shapes. You know, you can get those shapes in the clouds. Yeah. That's fun. You got do. any other crazy, crazy? I I don't right off top off the top of my head, but I, this is a it's interesting to talk about this stuff. Maybe let's try to make little segments like this. We can call it you know, "Why is that?" or something like that. Well, let me ask you this: Did you ever wonder why yes, wedding dresses? typically, are white? 
Doesn't it mean pure? That's like it's what I thought. To be... What is it? What? So this research yeah. I did on that. Queen right. Victoria popular popularized white wedding dress in the 19th century because she wore it for her wedding. So since the 19th century, when she came out with a white dress at her wedding, apparently they didn't, that wasn't a thing prior to that. But when she started in the 19th century, Queen Victoria, all of a sudden it became a thing and a tradition to wear a white dress. Now that's, that's the limited, limited George research that I did. But I always, like you, I always thought it had something with something to do with purity also. But I don't really know what white has to do with purity. But why yeah. can't you be pure black or something, you know? I mean, I just don't understand why. Yeah, yeah, what, white. What... Especially, especially with women. Because, you know, women are always worried about how they're their body might look or things like that it might look right. fat or too whatever. You think <laughs> you think they wouldn't pick a straight white color. You think she would have wore a dark right. blue or a you know, a brown or yeah. black, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. Now here's one more. Yeah. Here's one more hey. I got, Josh. All right, now I got this, something this too. But you really... go ahead first. <laughs> this one I honestly never thought about until I started thinking too much today. It's <laughs> dangerous, George. It's dangerous. Now, you may know the answer to this. But All right. I probably won't, but go ahead. When you lose weight, you don't. it's not like pieces of fat fall off on the ground. Okay? Where does that fat go? I thought it kind of broke down into your like urine and when you got to go to the bathroom, things like that. Yes, three things. But you you pretty much nailed it. It's the fat cells shrink as excess excess energy stored in them is used to generate heat and waste products such as water and carbon dioxide. You literally, Josh urinate, sweat, and even breathe out your fat. Isn't that crazy? Oh, So when you huff and puff, I guess, you're breathing out more fat. Maybe that's what we should start doing, just breathing a lot more. You breathe more, you breathe out more fat. (laughs) That's that's crazy. I would have never guessed that. You pee more, you pee out more fat. Yeah. Well, I drink a lot of oh, water, really? so I do pee out a lot of fat. I never noticed. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you never noticed? I leave a quarter on your icebox in the garage every time I get water. I so got a ever little find bit more time on my hands now, so I'm going to start looking for those quarters. Yeah, I think, you know, I think I think when somebody shuts the door, it falls behind the behind it, so you might check back behind there. Behind it? Wow. Yeah, okay. maybe behind it or... Uh, and Emmy could have a little collection she picks up in the garage every time she the comes granddaughter. Over. Well, granddaughter, uh, yeah. I'll check a little bit 
now that I have a little bit more time on my hands, I'll check on that, see where those quarters go. Maybe I should put a it might be in her piggy just put bank. a big bowl out there. That way, you would know exactly where to put them. <laughs> and yeah, and I could easily find them. <laughs> That's <laughs> that true. <would> work. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know if that'll work though, George. I don't know. Then the bowl will end up getting lost, and now you lost quarters <laughs> and a bowl. It was funny, folks. I have to tell you this. <laughs> so every time. Pretty much every time Josh comes over here at the old household, he he drinks water. He gets bottled water. And depending depending on how long he stays, it's possible. Well, he doesn't usually get a second bottle. He usually fills the other. If he drinks a bottle, he goes and fills it. He drinks a lot of water. He goes and fills it up with some more water. Yeah. So yeah. I was over at Josh's house one time and I said uh, hey you got a bottle of water he said lord no we're not we're not crazy we don't go buy bottles of water when you get it right out of the faucet <laughs> <laughs> yeah do, do you know how much money I'd spend on just water every day if I would go <laughs> half my income would go to water bottles <laughs> Oh, I think the uh, the uh, what is it? The people, the recycle people would, uh, or the you know the people that are big on that stuff yeah. might not like me right. using plastic. Yeah, they yeah they might uh, they might say something about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, we got a gallon uh, filter pitcher in the fridge, so I just fill my cup up every now. Hour. You know, the Louisville water is supposed to be really good for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I drink tap water. I'm not yeah, scared of false water. I drink the, a lot of that. What is it in it that's really good for your teeth? The uh, fluoride. Fluoride, yeah. I think is what it's called. Yeah. For your teeth. That's what I. That's what I've heard anyway. I'm not. I'm, yeah, you know what I when I house set for you, I usually have one bottle and I just make it last yeah. like two days before I get the. Well, other you won't <laughs> house setting for us anytime soon, Josh. No, no Italy, no Italy trip. trip. We were, folks, we were going to Italy uh, the end of May, and like everything else, it's been canceled. Now, I did hear, yeah. I did hear that the the president wants to reopen parts of the economy May the first. So, uh, but I, I don't think we're going. I think Italy will probably. I mean, they're still having issues there, so I don't think we want any part of Italy this year. Uh, no, and you know, I just don't see that happening uh, on the first. That's on like two weeks. That's I just. I don't well, he was that. saying like you know, there's parts of the country that there are counties that actually have no uh, no virus at all, and uh, I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, if there's no virus going on, you know, seem like you could have parts of the economy working and. As long as you have the social distance going on, and uh, I don't know, it's going to be interesting how all this takes out. Well, we got to do something. I mean, eventually people have to work and that, we have to get on with our lives. The danger, so they have I'm thinking, you know, I mean, you close down another month, it's just going to a lot of more restaurants are just going to go out of business. 
Well, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely. A, it's tough. I mean, it's it's really tough. But but we're not here to talk about that today, are we? No. And you know what? One sad thing is, your wife and my birthday, your wife's birthday and my birthday are a day apart. So we always celebrate together yeah. every year. But it's not it happening this year. No, sir. No. Nope. It's nope. It's uh, just one of those things that, uh, you know, here, here's the crazy thing, Josh. For the first time ever in 30 years, 30 plus years, I don't have any idea what to get my wife. And her birth, birthday's in two days. What? Is... <laughs> oh, you better, you better asked think her, quick. And, asked her, and, you know, one thing she thought of, which I kind of like the idea, is a bread maker. She made bread the other day, oh, yeah. and one of my other daughters made it the other day at her apartment. And but she made bread the other day, and it was fantastic. Homemade bread, oh my gosh, it was good. And yeah, and she talked yeah, it about good. Um, good. the bread maker. You can't find any bread makers right now. They're all sold out, just like really? muffin mix and toilet paper. All the stuff people are just <laughs> doing stuff with at home, you can't get. No, people are getting yeah. bored and they're baking yeah. and the early making bread. You get a bread maker is mid July. <laughs> you see, you know what? I've been uh, so you, this whole self quarantine, self quarantine. You know, a lot of people are just sitting around and they're probably gaining a lot of weight and stuff like that. But George and I, we we exercise every day as it is, so we just kept up our normal exercise and routines. Uh, so I have I don't have to worry about that this year, thankfully. Of this little thing about us gaining a you know no we don't. Or uh, I mean, I'm walking, you know, three and a half miles most days, and uh, not just leisurely walking, walking fast. Yeah, you know, get it in in an hour. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I just, you know, I miss some of the stuff I do at the gym that I, you know, I guess I could figure out a way to do it here, but I don't want to It's much easier when you have the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know I've been getting creative because, you know, I, I yeah. lift weights throughout the week and, uh, I got a couple dumbbells I and mean, they're like 20, 25 pounds, but. Um, I, I get creative. I like I'll bench press the chairs. Like I got a little recliner in the spare room, and it's it's probably about thirty pounds. It's kind of yeah. heavy. It's an old older one, and uh, I'll be home by myself, and I'll be in there laying in the floor Great. lifting you know, the chair. <laughs> uh, I lifted uh, Miko the dog the other day. Um, was on the floor. Yeah, yeah. She's about what seventy pounds. Hey, uh, that. that interesting question i'm glad you brought that up um why do you lift weights i mean i can understand why do i lift weights and all that that's good for your body but as far as lifting weights it seems like you're trying to what what is the purpose of that well i lift weights because i you know, to keep your strength up it's great for your bones um, you know, that's the, if you, to burn fat, a lot of people lift a lot of weights to burn fat because 
I mean, that's the fastest way to burn fat. People think it's, you know, running or things like that. And that's good for your cardio and, and even your heart, you know, keeps the blood flowing, but lifting weights, once you're done lifting, you continue to burn fat hours and hours after you're done exercising versus like running, for example. So that's, that's one reason why. And, uh, I don't know. I just want to stay strong and I've lifted weights. Gosh. I mean, that was a big part of my life through high school. Uh, and then, you know, with sports, uh, things like that. So every job I've had consists of having to stay in somewhat of a decent shape and strong because, you know, I dealt with a lot of (laughs) craziness. So just keep, keeps me keeps me healthy and strong and it's good for your bone density so like with injuries or pulling your muscles things like that uh it's you're not going to hurt yourself as fast or as long versus someone who just runs yeah like people that just run i mean they got good cardio but you know they end up pulling a lot of muscles or you know they hurt their back and they're down longer but if you have good muscle built up in your body it's, gotcha. it's harder to, to do okay. that well that takes care of that i you know when i lifted weights it, it was the most boring thing in the world at least when you're doing cardio you're kind of moving around and i guess my add just can't handle lifting weights i just get it's just too boring to me see i have to turn on the i can't just lift weights and just like some people will just lift weights and They'll be by themselves. I got to turn on a podcast or a radio or something and just kind of zone out. Otherwise, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get bored, you know. Plus, I, I think about all kinds of stuff when I'm lifting weights. My brain's That's just dangerous. going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous. And I, I hate running. Like, I used to run, but I always hated running. So, I do the elliptical. And I'll, I'll run sometimes, but. I don't know. Football and rodeo really mess with my knees. So after running for a while, that yeah, hard impact it's, it's, is. Uh, I, I do a little running when I'm walking my three and a half miles, but it's, it's mostly, certainly mostly walking, but maybe three and a half miles, three miles of walking and a half mile of running. That's about it. But it does. It, it really tears your knees up hitting that hard concrete. It does. Yeah, and you know, so we do a lot of hiking. Like we, like over in the weekends, we hiked like six miles, and it was kind of rocky uphill terrain. And uh, I mean, that's so good for you. But I'm seeing some of these people out there jogging, and my wife and I are power walking faster than they're jogging. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, at this point, you should just walk because you're going to get what you're doing. Yeah, I'm not. Faster. I'm not big on. <laughs> I'm not big on running. I, you know, power walking is good, and and I like you. Yeah, I like the uh, elliptical. I really like that. Um, that's, that's yeah. Full body that's kind of a not, good full body. Thing and walking, working. you know, flinging your arms back and forth. Not like a crazy person, but you know, just regular walking, moving your arms. I mean, that's really good for you, and uh, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, running is it's definitely hard on your knees, but there's a lot of runners out there. Yeah, I, I got respect for them that you see people running 10 miles and I'm like, no, I'm good. Think about those Ironman people that do like the triathlons or they like run 20 miles and then nuts. swim. I'm like, why? 
this is just a challenge. Yeah, that's the thing I uh, can think of. Did you hear about that guy, the, uh, the pastor uh, at Northeast was talking about uh, someone, I don't know if he knew him or maybe it was just a story, but there was a guy and his son and his son was involved, I think, in an accident maybe, and he was paralyzed and he wanted to do a race. So the dad like would do a mile race yeah. with him and he'd push him in the yeah. wheelchair and then they ended up, yeah, doing like, all these marathons. Yeah, now they was... do, they did Ironmans, and he would strap the boat right, onto well, his I, back I and swim it, that, and then run. I'm like, yeah, that's that's love right there. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, hey no, George, I love you, but I don't think I'm strapping you to no, my back. No, that will never in a run marathon. I just don't see that <laughs> ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, nope. no, no, no. Can't do that. No, I just, I just, uh, I like the cardio the most. Just get out there and move around and get your blood going, and uh, you know, and, and you know, and then as you get older, I mean, you're a little sore. You know what's what's bothering me now? It's kind of odd because I've never had this before, but I guess you get it when you get older. You get a little arthritis, and I notice my toes are are just you know mm-hmm. stiffen up more when I walk far and uh so then the next day they're kind of stiff so you got to kind of force yourself to walk to get through the i mean it's not a big pain but it's more painful than what it should be because you're because i guess i have some arthritis in the toes but anyway that's something you got you got that to look forward to someday josh but yeah oh I, not arthritis. I see what, you know, with, with Kelsey having arthritis and fibromyalgia, it's, uh, I see what she goes through sometimes. And I'm like, some days I'm like, I don't know how you, like when we're hiking, for example, man, yeah, she's, she's got to be in some pain. Cause yeah, I don't know how she does that. Uh, I think so many years of you know, you're able to, to learn to kind of push your pain aside. Yeah. Now, some days are worse than others, but uh, she does pretty wow. good for the most part. Well, yeah, George, I'm glad I, we got I, to I, do know, a podcast today. We, we got to get back on that dang schedule. Um, yeah, I think where we screw up is uh, we say a, a day that we're going to record and then we're, we don't get, get, well, get to do not, it. Because we have things to come up. You know, but. before you had a set schedule, and now things seem to be moving around with what's going on out there right now with the virus. And it's just, um, you know, sometimes, I mean, we're doing more things. I mean, we're we're getting, actually, we're getting outside more, and we're walking more. I mean, you know, I walked the three and a half miles and at work, and then, you know, come home and, Mac wants to go walk with the dogs, and then I walk another mile and a half or so. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, I'm already walking. Yeah. You always want me to walk another mile and a half. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, because Mika will you know, pull you down the street, that, too. Uh, you know, the way I look at that, Josh, is I want to do it because that way I can I can do something with her and be with her, and we're doing something together, and uh, – uh, as opposed to 
just sitting around and watching TV. I think it's more productive. Don't you? Yeah. Sorry, folks. We uh, had a little technical difficulties there. Yeah. George, you're, you're moving around a lot. Not too loud there. You're moving around. You there? Yeah, I, I can't hear you real well. Can you speak up? I'm here. Get your get your voice in that microphone, please. I'm here, George. Can you hear me? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go ahead and wrap it up since we're yeah, having let's some wrap difficulties. It up. Been a good uh, good segment here. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be back next week, and uh, we'll just continue to keep uh, some some random kind of topics and humorous podcasts. Not talking about this whole virus and all that. We hear about that junk all day, so right. Keep it interesting as always. As always. <laughs> all right, George. Well, you want to take us out of here? Well, yeah, Josh, I'll be glad to do that. Uh, we've had a, like, like you said, another great segment and appreciate all the listeners, especially, uh, you know, some, some listeners out there in foreign lands and areas yeah. like Hong Kongers. And <laughs> we, we, we like talking out there to you folks and, uh, hope you could understand what we're saying. And, uh, we certainly understand what uh, everybody's going through right now. It's, it's a tough time for all, but you know we got to laugh. And and this is uh, this is certainly a podcast. You can do that. You can do two things, right, Josh? You can hear the truth and you can laugh. That's right. We always speak the truth for it's sure. Just like what sitting out there on that porch, just sweat, sipping sipping sweet tea, saying hi to the neighbors. Woo. Hey, Joella. Hey, 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 Jimbo. Hey. How's old Peggy Sue doing? Hey, hey Freddie John. You still got that three-legged dog? <laughs> hey, Gary Busey. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now I hear you good. <sighs> you hear me good now? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, well, listen, thanks uh, thanks for listening. And uh, I guess, uh, I'll guess I'll throw it over to you, Josh, so you can wrap it up. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. Uh, just get, yeah, like George said, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And um, also, I want to give a shout out. We got some new listeners out in England, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah. So definitely say hi to the, the Englanders. And say for me a, a little bit, a cup of tea, mate. A cup of tea. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They sit on the, I don't know what they call the front porch over there, but sit out there and sip front on porch. your tree and your crumpets. Front porch. <laughs> Red porch. That's yeah. what we call. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Josh. And I'm George. Until next week, we are out. Out. <laughs>